The world is changing fast, but you can learn it at a slower pace. Special English. You're listening to Special English. I'm Tony Reed in Beijing. Here's the news. A total of 116 Parisian and regional boats from 42 river companies have been identified to sail on the River Seine for the upcoming ceremony of the Paris Olympic Games on July 26, 2024. While 98% of the boats will be hired from the Paris ecosystem, Batorama, a Strasbourg-based provider, will also send their boats to participate in the opening ceremony next year. According to the Paris 2024 president, more than a billion viewers will turn to Paris and the opening ceremony of the Olympic Games in July 2024. He said the organizers are very happy and grateful to be able to count on them to make the organization of this unprecedented, exciting, and hopefully the greatest ceremony in the history of the Games possible. In December 2021, the organizers unveiled their ambition to present the opening ceremony on the River Seine with at least 600,000 spectators expected to attend the grand party. For the first time in a summer edition of the Games, the opening ceremony of Paris 2024 will take place outside of a stadium and in the heart of the city. The boats will transport the athletes sailing six kilometers from Pont de Asteritz to Pont de Iena. With the river and the capital's iconic monuments like Notre Dame, the Louvre, and the Eiffel Tower serving as the backdrop. The cruising route is also one of the classic tourist attractions of Paris. An estimated 100,000 tickets will be sold for the opening ceremony, ranging from 90 euros to 2,700 euros. Paris has hosted the world's biggest sporting event twice before, in 1900 and 1924. It will be the second city after London to stage the Olympics for the third time when athletes around the world gather in the French capital next year, from July 26th to August 11th. This is Special English. A recently released national survey on reading among Chinese people has shown a steady rise in reading as a habit in the country. Over 1.48 million valid samples were collected 
for the survey from 165 cities nationwide, which was carried out by the Chinese Academy of Press and Publication via the forms of online and telephone surveys. Apart from the increasing number of printed books read, the survey showed that 45.5% of all those surveyed prefer to read a printed book in their hands instead of a digital publication. The survey showed an average adult would spend 23.13 minutes on average per day reading printed books in 2022, 2.08 minutes longer than the previous year. Moreover, listening to audiobooks was another rising habit among Chinese readers. With 35.5% of adults saying they were used to listening to audio books. Public reading services continued to meet the needs of Chinese readers, as 78.2% of the surveyed were satisfied with the services of public libraries. And 72.5% were pleased with their experience at community or self service libraries. In Hangzhou, for instance, reading venues, including public libraries, self service libraries, and rural reading rooms, have covered the whole city. Which has made daily reading a common scene among its citizens. That's according to Mayor of Hangzhou. Reading on mobile phones also remained a habit among Chinese readers. Of the surveyed, 77.8% had read on their phones last year, 0.4% higher. Than in 2021, a Chinese adult would spend an average of 105.23 minutes reading on mobile phones per day, 4.11 minutes longer than in 2021. However, most of those surveyed were not happy with the amount of reading they made. As over 80% of them confessed that they felt they had not done enough reading over the year. Wei Yushan, head of the Chinese Academy of Press and Publication, thus encouraged people to further engage themselves in more in depth reading, saying that reading on mobile phones is still rather light. For Li Jingzi, vice president of the China Writers Association, in a digital era where artificial intelligence is getting increasingly popular, reading is still an irreplaceable process where readers can follow the authors in creating. You're listening to Special English. 
I'm Tony Reed in Beijing. Feng Yun 3G, China's first satellite allowing scientists to monitor the Earth's precipitation, has been sent into space. It is one of only three such satellites in the world. The satellite, which is dedicated to measure precipitation on Earth, will help Chinese scientists to predict precipitation more accurately. With a lifespan of six years, the Feng Yun 3G is developed by an institute of China Aerospace Science and Technology Corporation, and its ground system will be built and operated by the China Meteorological Administration. According to Chen Junlin, head of the Central Meteorological Observatory, the 20th member of the Feng Yun series, the Feng Yun 3G will highlight the strength of China's low-orbit meteorological satellite constellation and significantly improve the early warning capability for global rainstorms. In the past, precipitation data was observed mainly by ground-based rain gauges and radar. However, equipment shortages and uneven distribution made it difficult to acquire large-scale and high-precision information. Zhang Peng, Deputy Director of the National Satellite Meteorological Center, said ground devices have blind spots, but satellites can overcome this deficiency, making data available for places where ground-based measurements are sparse. To increase the accuracy of precipitation monitoring and early warning, scientists have also mounted dual-frequency precipitation measurement radar on Feng Yun 3G, which will enable the satellite to accurately observe a drizzle even at an altitude of 407 kilometers. Qian Bin, the chief designer of the Feng Yun 3G, said the satellite adopts a low-inclination orbit with an inclination of 50 degrees. It will provide precipitation data mainly within the range of 50 degrees north latitude to 50 degrees south latitude. In the next six months, Feng Yun 3G will undergo in-orbit tests and meet the challenges of meteorological disasters such as rainstorms and typhoons in the flood season. That's according to the Meteorological Administration.
China currently has eight Feng Yun meteorological satellites in orbit, providing data and services to 126 countries and regions. This is Special English. IMAX plans to further expand its network this year in China after a record-breaking start thanks to pent-up demand for premium theater experiences as China optimized its COVID-19 control measures. Daniel Manwaring, CEO of IMAX China, said the company's China box offices are likely to approach pre-pandemic levels this year, supported by recovering demand for movie-going, a wide cinema network, and a strong pipeline packed with films from both home and abroad. Manwaring said the post-pandemic film market has been a major boon to IMAX's premium theater experience growth. And they are very optimistic about China's economic growth and the recovery of consumption this year. He pointed out that the film industry in particular has shown strong resilience and bounced back in recent months. A recent survey conducted by media platform Yitai showed that among 1,200 respondents, 90% of people now ranked going to the cinema as the number two consumption choice at the beginning of this year, lagging behind travel. Estimates from Shenzhen-based East Asia Qianhai Securities Company showed that total box office revenue in 2023 is likely to reach 54.6 billion yuan or 7.94 billion US dollars, about 85% of that in 2019. Over the seven-day Chinese New Year holiday in January, IMAX China delivered over 86 million U.S. dollars at the box office, up 54% year-on-year and equal to more than 50% of the company's box office for all of 2022. Total box office revenue generated from films on big screens in China reached nearly 6.76 billion yuan during the period, ranking the second highest in the country's history. IMAX China said The Wandering Earth 2, which was on show during Spring Festival, became the highest-grossing local-language film of all time in IMAX. The CEO of IMAX China, Manwaring, said despite making up just 1% of cinema screens in China 
IMAX took 22% of the total box office of Avatar, The Way of Water, and 9% for The Wandering Earth, too. He hopes this year's box office will reach the pre pandemic level. IMAX's network footprint reached nearly 1,000 theaters in China to date. With 794 installations and 204 backlogs. This is Special English. Dunhuang. Situated along the ancient Silk Road, where fine arts and divine beliefs merged with the natural world. It's where the East and West interacted, and where the world's largest Buddhist art gallery still fascinates and amazes people today. A place where stories of life and death, love and hatred, passion and desire, faith and sacrifice have been generated and told for 2,000 years. Buckle up for our new podcast, Why We Loved in Huam, the one and only podcast that can take you. To the fantasy world of Dunhuang and beyond through our audio tour. Listen and subscribe for free on the major podcast platforms. Why we love Dunhuang? You will have your answers. Are you one of the many looking to improve your English language skills by watching films or TV shows but feel it's too fast or get lost in the words? We'll slow things down with special English. Where you can polish your reading, listening, and pronunciation at your own pace. Get caught up with current news and international affairs while getting your daily English lesson with us. Find us on Apple Podcasts by searching for Special English. You're listening to Special English. I'm Tony Reed in Beijing. A Chinese research team has successfully completed the country's first full size superconducting test run for an ultra high speed magnetic levitation or maglev train, which, once completed, will be capable of running at a whopping 1,000 kilometers per hour under ideal conditions. Developed by the China Aerospace Science and Industry Corporation, the maglev train aims to carry passengers and cargo at a speed of 1,000 kilometers per hour or faster in a low vacuum tube. It is expected to be used for commuting between mega city clusters. In the future, a superconducting maglev test line has been built in Datong City, North China's Shanxi Province. According to Li Ping, a member of the project at the China Aerospace Science and Industry Corporation, the experiment. Preliminarily verified the scientific rationality of the overall design. 
Lee said that more experiments will be conducted to reach the maximum speed and to verify the entire system's reliability, adding that the research team has tested a 623 km per hour speed under non vacuum conditions previously. China currently operates its high speed bullet trains at a maximum speed of 350 km per hour. You're listening to Special English. I'm Tony Reed in Beijing. China's aerials specialist Xu Mengtao has revealed that she is bidding to make her fifth Winter Olympics appearance at Milano Cortina in 2026. Xu said she is working on plans for her fifth Winter Games campaign. The 32 year old veteran said it means that she will probably have to shed her skin three times to qualify for the 2026 Winter Games. But once she could stand in the Olympic arena again, her battle is half won. Xu shot to gold in the freestyle skiing women's aerials event. At Beijing 2022, becoming the first Chinese woman to obtain an Olympic title in aerial skiing. In her previous three Olympic appearances, the best shoe had ever managed was silver at Sochi 2014. This is Special English. That's the end of this edition of Special English. To recap, I'm going to read one of the news items again at normal speed. Please listen carefully. A total of 116 Parisian and regional boats from 42 river companies have been identified to sail on the River Seine for the upcoming ceremony of the Paris Olympic Games on July 26, 2024. While 98% of the boats will be hired from the Paris ecosystem, Badorama, a Strasbourg based provider, will also send their boats to participate in the opening ceremony next year. According to the Paris 2024 president, more than a billion viewers will turn to Paris and the opening ceremony of the Olympic Games in July 2024. He said the organizers are very happy and grateful to be able to count on them to make the organization of this unprecedented, exciting, and hopefully the greatest ceremony in the history of the Games possible. In December 2021, the organizers unveiled their ambition to present the opening ceremony on the River Seine, with at least 600,000 spectators expected to attend the grand party. For the first time in the summer edition of the Games, the opening ceremony of Paris 2024 will take place outside of a stadium and in the heart of the city. The boats will transport the athletes sailing six kilometers from Pont de Austerlitz. To Pont de Iena, with the river and the capital's iconic monuments like Notre Dame, the Louvre, and the Eiffel Tower serving as the backdrop. The cruising route is also one of the classic tourist attractions of Paris. An estimated 100,000 tickets will be sold for the opening ceremony, ranging from 90 euros to 2,700 euros. Paris has hosted the world's biggest sporting event twice before in 1900 and 1924. 
It'll be the second city after London to stage the Olympics for the third time when athletes around the world gather in the French capital next year from July 26th to August 11th. This is the end of today's program. I'm Tony Reed in Beijing, and I hope you'll join us every day to learn English at a slower pace. <laughs>